Good afternoon. I am finally back with another podcast episode, another episode of One Man, One Mic, No Filter. In case you're wondering why I chose to not upload anything for the better part of three weeks, it's because I did not have anything interesting to talk about. But that has all changed as of this past Monday night. So for context, this is something related to my current job. Uh, for those who have not already known this, I work at a roundtable and have been doing so for the past, you know, year and a half, essentially. And I told myself that I would quit, you know, as soon as I'd hit one full year of working there, which would have been the first week of uh, last August. Then that turned into, you know, before the holiday season, I chose to stay. I'm like, okay, let's do it before Christmas Day. I chose to stay. Then I was like, okay, let's do it before the Super Bowl. And I chose to stay. And now I'm going to be doing it after Super Bowl. That's going to be actually when I choose to finally, you know, call it quits. As a matter of fact, I even told one of the co-owners that I had, quote, had uh, already found another opportunity at Target, told them I'd do it, so I'm putting in my two weeks notice now. That was about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. So then a few days later after that, the other co-owner comes to me. He goes, hey, listen, uh, I heard that you were considering quitting and wanting to find a new job. Is it okay if I ask what caused you to consider this situation? I'm like, hmm, uh, I guess I'm a co-owner one, did not tell co-owner two like the exact details or whatever, or like, you know, got some of them mixed up because I had told him that I already had found a new job and now co-owner number two is telling me, and listen, I heard you were considering um, looking for a new job. But anyway, so um, regardless uh, if the uh, details got mixed up or not, I told him the truth. I said, because the whole the whole Target thing, that was not true. I uh, I basically made that up. I just tried to think of a way, a, a, a reasonable uh, excuse, quote unquote, a reasonable lie that would come out believable had I um, confronted my boss about it. But no, so that was not true. But I did tell um, my second boss the truth. I, I go... Yes, I will tell you, you know, like the two main factors in me wanting to come up with this come up with this decision. First off is my school. This is going to be my my final final semester at junior college before I transfer out and it's very important for me that I pass all the classes I've enrolled in before I head off for um, wherever I'm going to be heading off to next fall. Along with that, I'm just completely burnt out with the with the uh, consistent high demand of the customers on uh, on the days that I am working and even though I'm working you know 3 days out of the week you know Friday through Sunday uh and most of my coworkers are working more hours than me on a weekly basis I just don't feel like I'm still able to perform um my labor or like my my quality of work to the proper uh to the proper uh, level that I have been for the past year now I know you wouldn't want to be hearing this from me at this point in time of the year because uh, the NFL playoffs are going to be starting next week. And that's without a doubt the the busiest time of the year for this place. But I don't know if I can keep up with it all. Like I'm already running on fumes already. And he proceeds to say, you know, thank you for letting me know ahead of time. I appreciate your work ethic and, you know, respect you for not um, uh, just um, uh, quitting, you know, like on the drop of a dime or like not giving any notice like quite a few people have in the time that you've been here. And I appreciate all that you've been able to do for this place uh, for the past, you know, 15, 16 months. Of course, I'd like for you to stay here at the very least until Super Bowl Sunday. 
But um, be sure. But if this is something that you're dead set on going through with, let me know as soon as possible so we can come up with an alternative. I gave him my answer last Sunday, you know, the following weekend after that. I said, okay, my decision is I will gut it out for you guys until we get to Super Bowl Sunday. But the following Tuesday or Monday shift that I have, um, that's going to be my last shift because, yeah, just like I said before, running on fumes already. And but I because you guys have you know given me the opportunity and have done so much for me, and you know which is code for since you guys have paid me so much, I will, uh, I will gut it out for you guys. But anyway, the reason why I mentioned that you know I'm already on my way out and I'm getting increasingly increasingly more cranky as I force myself to run on fumes for the next month. Uh, is because last night, well, sorry, no, no, not last night, my bad. Um, last night continued it, but the original story happens last Monday night. I was given an extra shift added to my weekly schedule, you know, from five to nine, four simple hours. Monday is always the slowest day, slowest day of the week. So I choose to accept it, you know, earn a little cash before my next payday gets here. And the supervisor who I'm working with uh, on this day, the same shift, the same shift as I am, Total, total, total suck up to the boss, okay? And I'll dive more into that context after I quit Roundtable, but that's that's a story for another time, basically. Anyway, she was fed up with me after this, after the shift, right when I was about to clock out at around 9 o'clock exactly, because I didn't follow some BS policy that she claimed has always been in effect from the moment I started working there 15 to 16 months ago. Actually, no, 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 no. Um, I caught wind of this like 15, 16 months into my tenure, but at this point in time, since it's, you know, earlier this week, I'm working there for like 18 months. So, but in actuality, they had just shoehorned it in like five weeks ago, and they are basically just lying to our faces about how things have been operating. And uh, it was something, you know, saying, um, we can't take leftovers from our break snack home with us. And then two weeks later, after that BS was shoehorned in, they added onto it saying, you can only have your snack bre- your snack food on break and not finish the little amount that's left when you clock, ba- clock back in for your shift. If, if, you're, um, if you put yourself in that situation, then you're just going to have to throw the food away. And I chose to quickly eat it as possible um, after I clocked back in because I had the f- six things made for myself called twists. For those of you who have not gone into a round table or have not ordered from round table, I'm not going to go into it. You guys can search it up yourselves, but I had a 10 minute break, six twists, and I was able to eat five out of the six before I had to clock back in like mere seconds after I clocked back in. I just tried my best to, you know, quickly eat the sixth and final one. Um, so I can just get back to my, uh, um, just get back to them up. Uh, working, even though, like I said before, this is Monday, the least busiest day of the week for us. So things are already going very slow. There's basically nothing to do already. And she comes along, she goes, you're not supposed to be um, eating uh, on your shift. I go, I just clocked in like mere seconds ago. Can I, uh, I'm just trying to follow, follow your guys's policy of, you know, not having any food left to take home. She goes, it's not the same thing to be, uh, to, it's, she goes, it's not the same thing to be clocking back onto your shift and, you know, not take it home and all that stuff. I go, and I just grit my teeth and inside I'm like, woman, like there is just no, no, no winning with you, is there? So, you know, fast forward. And by the way, the, the, I'm not going to say this girl's name, but I will give you the first letter of her name. It's J. So nine o'clock uh, rolls around, which means it's the end of my shift. 
and I'm about to clock out and she, and Jay comes over to me. She goes, you know, I've had this conversation with you multiple times and you continue to follow, sorry, sorry, you continue not to follow simple policies and treat me with disrespect in the process, which, and I've had it up to here with you. And when she said, you know, I've had it up to here with you, I just felt a whole bunch of like anger, frustration, stress, um, tiredness, um, just all just, um, just build up into one. And, and I just let her have it. I said, well, guess what? If you really have a problem with how I handle things, Jay, do me a favor, do yourself a favor, save me and yourself the time and just go right off to the boss like you always do. Okay. Well, how dare you judge me with how I operate things? Let's get one thing straight. I'm your supervisor, which means you're on my time. You're on my schedule. You're on my hours. Okay. I go, oh, geez, you know, this is the main problem I have working alongside you. Like, as opposed to uh, another supervisor's name, her name is Nav. I go, as opposed to Nav, let me just get one thing straight before I go any further. You got none of, neither of you are my favorites, okay? I will say that. But with Nav, at least when she is met with resistance or hesitance, she knows how to stand up for herself and she knows how to take care of a situation without assistance. She relies on herself and herself alone for like over 90% of all her responsibilities, okay? You, on the other hand, the moment you are met with an ounce of resistance, you throw your hands up, tuck your tail between your legs, and just let the higher-ups know. And I said, plain and simple, as much as I hate to be this person, Jaden, sorry, uh, Jay, I just, plain and simple, you have no guts. That's the problem with you. She goes, uh, I'm above Nav, so you shouldn't even be listening to her. And besides, we wouldn't be here in this situation had you not just done what you were asked and simply followed the policies that have been asked of you. Eh. And then she um, proceeds to say, and then speaking of policies, there was also, you know, another, um, I'm going to assume that you didn't read the group chat, but there is a new rule. I'm like, oh my goodness, a great, another freaking rule that, that, and on top of all this nonsense, she goes, I have to tell you and um our delivery our new delivery driver this um you um you are not allowed to have any snack food on your ten minute break. I go well then I'm like Jay, let me ask you something, okay? As the supervisor, say as an employee asking the supervisor, you told me that all of these policies have always been in effect, right? Yes or no? She goes yeah. I go okay. Well then let me ask you this. I'm about, and I'm like just. I'm, I'm, I'm like so, so, so close to like snapping my own fingers out of, out of anger because that's how pissed off I am at this whole situation. And I say, so let me ask you, why is it that if this has always been an effect from the moment I got here, from the moment you've been a supervisor, whatever, um, why did it take you and the higher ups 15 months into my tenure working here to not just inform me, but literally everyone else here who has come before and after me? Please explain that to me. She goes, well, that that was because I was not made aware of this beforehand. And, and you know, and the owners, you know, uh, told me to tell you guys all this stuff. Like, I was letting you guys get away with this when I didn't know him. Oh, I said, okay, okay, fair enough. So then let me ask you, whose fault is it that the that, that information was not properly given to you? Don't answer that. I will. Because it's not your fault since you didn't know any better. 
Sure as hell is that my fault because I'm not even a supervisor. It's the owner's fault because they're the ones who own this place, obviously. That's what an owner is. And apparently they couldn't even remember to inform you with the proper information that you need to have as a supervisor. And she says, but now that the protocol is brought to your attention, the past should not matter. And I felt that I was respectful towards you by pulling you aside and talking to you one-on-one -on -one instead of embarrassing you in front of the whole staff. I go, you don't have to do me any favors. You weren't, um, you weren't helping me at all. If you want to call me out in front of everyone, go right ahead. The situation still remains the same. This, these policies are still a whole bunch of bogus and... And, you know, there, there's nothing you can do to change my my comment on it or my outlook or my point of view on it. It's it's the way it is. And at that moment, some customer comes in to pick up a to-go order, and I use that time to clock out and slip away. But the drama didn't end there. Oh, no, 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 sir. Because just last night on Thursday, the boss came in and told me... By the way, this was the, the same boss who said... I appreciate your work ethic. I'd like for you to stay till Super Bowl. And I said, yeah, sure, I'll do that. All that stuff. Comes in on Thursday. He goes, excuse me, I'd like to have a word with you. We go to the back. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, yeah, I know where this is coming from. Jay, once again, did as I 100% accurately predicted. She tucked her tail between her legs yet again and ratted exactly like I thought she would. No, no, not like I thought she would, like I knew she would. And my boss goes... Okay, let's get one thing out of the way. It is not okay for you to be eating past your break. I told him, you know, it was all mere seconds after I clocked back in. I didn't want to have food go to waste because the policy states that we can't be taking any food home. And then I gave him a quick recap of the conversation between me and Jay. And he goes, that was because you nor her were informed properly about the policy being in effect the whole time. And, you know, right before I have the chance to ask him the exact same thing I asked Jay, which was, well, whose fault is that? He goes on about, you know, like some uh, something like regarding inflation being the reason for the policies like this, be, uh, for policies like this being the state or federal law and that they have no choice to enforce it and that he's going to need my signature as as he writes me up. Uh, yeah, as he puts a write up on me for this whole situation. So I was so close to writing in the comments section, you know. Because he's like, okay, I'm going to need your signature for this write-up. Um, you can leave a comment if you want, but I am going to need your signature more than anything else. I was so close to writing down, you're just plain and simple in the comment section, terrible policy and you know it, period. But I paused, I spoke to myself, I'm like, okay, you, I, okay, li like, listen you, in my mind, I'm telling, telling this to myself, listen you, you yourself and the boss each know you both of you know that you're both sorry both of you know that you're that you're going to be out of here soon okay so this is an easy shift to make easy money don't make any drama at least for right now okay just just do what you're told make your money and then you know just just keep your mouth silent at least for today so i i listened to myself and you know i i i just signed it and then 10 15 minutes later he left so that was pretty much the end of that. I mean, it it really didn't matter to me whether uh, I was going to, you know, or whether what happened um, when my boss asked me to, uh, you know, have a word with him because I knew like one of two things was, was either going to happen. So I was either, you know, maybe going to get chewed out a little bit and have like, like a slap on the wrist of a punishment and ultimately, you know, get away with the whole thing scot-free, which is what ended up happening. Or I would have gotten fired, uh, plain and simple. But 
I look at either way, uh, either possible which way, a win-win because had I gotten fired, yeah, I mean, I might be out of a job, but now I could focus more on school and I could save myself a whole bunch of stress and time and I don't have to work with any of those, uh, any of those uh, self-centered, egotistical, power-hungry people again. Or, you know, I could, you know, still work for, oh yeah, and also I don't have to work Super Bowl or I could work Super Bowl and I can make a whole bunch of money off uh, both that shift and all the others I have in the following weeks to come leading up to the Super Bowl. So it was a win-win for me either way. And that was pretty much the end of, uh, that's pretty much the end of it, honestly. Uh, I have, um, I actually have another shift at that same place in like, in like the next 25 minutes. So, <sighs> and she's, and that same ridiculous supervisor, Jay, she's going to be there. So wish me luck. Hopefully I don't blow a gasket. Uh, but you know, no promises. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, I, it was nice to finally share this episode with you guys. I would have done it as soon as possible, but I had a few other things because to take care of because this is officially the first week of school. Homework assignments are are becoming the norm again, so I have to try to balance my time evenly between this, my job, and school. So thank you guys for understanding, and thank you for listening. I'm El Romano, as you, all, as you guys already know. This has been One Man, One Mic, No Filter, and thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.